Welcome everyone to another edition of Talk and Tunes. Today we have with us Cash Crawford. Thank you, Cash, for joining me. How are you today? Hey, I am great. Thanks for having me. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm trying to teach myself not to say the, you know, proverbial, oh, I'm fine. Because you know what? That is a lie. We're not and always fine. Yeah, I've decided recently that I'm going to quit saying that because that. it's not true. I love that. Yeah. And I decided two years ago when I started this platform, I was like, people are going to get the real me, yeah. the real, not the Instagram Stacy, not the Instagram perfection, yep. you know, the fake whatever, you know, y'all are going to get the real me look no makeup hair is barely done because i think it's so important for everyone men and women but especially us women to be positive whatever that is positive role models to the younger generation especially teenagers yeah coming up especially especially in today's society to let them know it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. It's okay not to be perfect. Yeah. You know, and especially in the music industry, there's so many of you women and men. I don't want to leave you guys out because y'all are important to, to the guys, to the teenage boys coming up to let them know that what you see on social media is just a facade. It's, you know, the filters, yeah. the perfection that we see is not real. It's not real. So I loved a lot of the stuff that you shared on the stories today. Thank you for that, by the way, the takeaway yeah. that you did. Yeah. I loved your morning routine that you shared with everybody, um, how important hydration was, because everybody knows, I think I've shared it so much, everybody knows that. I suffered a heat stroke last month and the, the toll that it's taken on me. Um, so I loved your hydration and your meditation routine that you shared each morning. And, it, you know, those little things that we do. And, of course, we're going to talk about your music. We're getting there. Of course. Um, of course. But your morning routine that you shared is so important um, that you do to take care of your, not only your physical self, but your mental self. Yeah. I think my, my mental self is definitely the, the most important that I've realized. I mean, like for a lot of people going to the gym is a really good uh, mental thing for me. It's, it's having a slow morning, <clears throat> making sure that I'm nourishing my body correctly um, and really taking good care of my mind. Because if I don't have mental health, I can't have physical health. Right. Yeah. So I make sure that for me, I'm a bit of a dragon in the morning. I am a very slow person. I, I, I don't jump out of bed and get going right away. Yes. Uh, so I like to take my mornings to just like, I luck, lucky for me, I have the luxury because I, I start work at usually two in the afternoons. Um, because I play down in Nashville. Yeah. So I have the luxury of having a slow morning. Um, but that's like, that's my time for me to just like, make sure that I'm taking good care of myself and putting the things that I really love to do that, that make me feel safe and protected. And like, I'm taking good care of, of this body I was given. Um, yeah. I, I need to do those things. Right. And like, like you said, like if we don't your heat stroke, like 
heat stroke isn't something that just goes away right away. Do you know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it takes the body a long time to recover from that. And we're just expected to grind through. And that is not a good way to have a long life or a long career. You know, yeah. you got to put your health and your mental health first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm scrolling through, make sure I didn't miss any questions here. I noticed some people commenting. Um, hello, Griffin. Um, I'm getting better, getting better. It's a slow process. Um, yes, of course, the band directors tell us every single day at practice, don't do anything to embarrass yourself and take care of mental health so we can have a good season. Exactly. Yes. Mental health is important as physical health. Yes. Yeah. That's why I was so pleased to share. And anyone that's been on my show, you guys know, I don't tell you what to do. I don't tell you what to put on the stories. I don't tell you how to prep. I'm like, put whatever you want to put out there. Yeah. Share whatever your day is like. Yeah. So I love that you shared organically what your day is like. And yeah. I will have to say, I am a nurse by profession. I haven't been able to practice in a while, but I've seen, I'm, I'm not a gym goer, so I don't know what gym people put out there. I did not know that cucumber water was so rehydrating and so healthy for you. Oh, lime water. Yeah. Cucumber oh, water, water, same thing. Sorry. Um, I said that backwards. Yeah. Yeah. So, water. I did not know that. Yeah. So I do lime water instead of lemon. A lot of people drink lemon water. I do lime just because I prefer lime. I just, yeah. just kind of more my jam. Um, but citrus water in the morning, it's like your body goes through dehydration in the, in the middle of the night while you're detoxifying. Right. Stuff, right yeah. and so the citrus it helps to um re-add electrolytes helps to add vitamin c it helps to it's a natural astringent so it's really good for your skin yeah um i try to do that first thing in the morning now it's not something i do every morning because i'm human and i don't you know i mean my life changes from day to day um but i also wanted to really make sure that i am sharing like I don't jump out of bed looking all glamorous and I don't do cool shit all sorry, cool stuff all the time, you know, like totally fun. sometimes I just have um, a slow day and my, my yeah. day off, I try to have slow days. Like I, I went shopping for a ring today. That's basically all I'm going to do. I'm going to go yeah. back home and hang out with my cats and probably watch um, this show that I'm obsessed with right now. It's in, it's all about abandoned buildings and abandoned things all over the planet. So, but I find it fascinating. It stimulates my brain. So I'm probably going to yeah. do bit of that and be quiet because I have to be loud five days a week and be entertaining. And right. it's important for me to recharge in a way that doesn't look cool to a lot of people, but it's really, really good for me. And that's all no. that I'm, I care about is I if you want to be able to go out and give to you, I have to take care of me too. I, yes. Oh my God. I love that. I have got to write that down. All right. If you want me to be able to give to you, I have to give to me. Yep. All right. Quote by cash. I love that. If you want me to be able to give to you, I have to give to me. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't fill up somebody else's cup if you're going to be sharing from yours when yours is empty. Right. So I want to be able to share my journey and share the things that inspire me and the ways that I've grown and healed and hopefully be able to inspire people. But I can't do that if I'm not giving myself the space to do it too. So oh gosh, I love that. That is such I absolutely love that. And that is so true. And that is something I think that we are all so guilty of not doing. Yeah. I mean, people that are naturally people pleasers, it is so easy 
to forget to give ourselves grace. Yeah. To take a little bit of me time. Yeah. And especially like this society that we're living in, we're taught to just like grind, press, push through it, push through the pain, you know, Mm -hmm. grind through the hard times. And, you know, sometimes that's why I really love like um, things like yoga, where they teach you to honor your body and listen to what your body is telling you. And we live in a society where it's like, Oh, that hurts. Take this pill and keep going. And I'm like, that's so backwards to what we are supposed to be doing as humans. Our bodies are telling us that we're in pain or that we're tired because a, we need rest or B we need to stop and let that part heal instead Mm -hmm. of pushing through. And I think that we have it really backwards in the sense that we're grinding and we're not resting and we're not, you know, we're, we're considering ourselves lazy if we take a day on the couch. And I, I just think that like when you work in a really stimulating environment, or even if your environment's not that stimulating, um, and you're constantly just giving of yourself, it's okay to sit on your couch if that's what replenishes you. It's okay to go to the gym if that's what replenishes you. Put your butt in a bath, you know, go sit by a lake. Whatever it is that makes you feel like you're filling yourself up, you need to take that time for yourself. And I think that we just have really forgotten to self-connect and check in with our with what's going on in this society that we live in. So I'm trying to bring a little bit more awareness to that. And if I get to do that through my music, then that's awesome. Yes, I yeah. love it. All right, perfect segue into me saying, um, those of you, you know my show, typically artists will sing live on the show, but unfortunately, y'all are not gonna get to hear Cash sing today. Not today. Um, not today, unfortunately, it's her day off. She is giving her, her voice a rest. Um, which she needs to do today, and I respect that. So I ask you guys to respect that. Um, but I'm going to play just a little clip. Y'all have probably heard it by now. If you haven't, you're living under a rock. <laughs> Go to Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to music. Check out her latest release, Save Myself. Go to YouTube, catch out the video. Catch out. Oh, my God. I can't talk. <laughs> Check out the video. It is amazing. Thank Save you. myself. It is also out on CMT. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put the links to all of that here. They'll also be on the website, but go to CMT. It is being shown on CMT. Um, but I'm going to play a little clip of Save Myself for you guys right now. So hold on. Listen to that. I think I have it queued up right. Hang on. Let me know, Cash, if it's not coming through sounding right, because I don't want to ruin it. Yep. Myself. No, I hate you. I broke my heart myself. How could you 
Proud of that one. Oh, God, I love it. All right. So, from your perspective, from your take, tell us about that song. Like, what was your inspiration? How did that all come together? Just like, tell us whatever you want to tell us about that song. Yeah. I, okay. Like, I get lost in that. Like, I don't know. I was just like, I was fading away just listening to it right then. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I I just, yeah. I try to put as much magic as I can into, um, into uh, the music that I create. And the, the coolest tidbit of information about that song actually is that that um, track that you're hearing, the vocal track, most of it's a scratch track. So we wrote it, the, the day that we wrote it, we got into the studio and um, I, we wrote it in the studio and basically just, I jumped on the microphone and we record scratch vocals on it. And we ended up keeping them because one, I'm a vocalist. So usually I can get pretty good vocals out of the first take, but also um, there's just so much emotion after having gone through writing the song and putting everything down yeah. that we just, we captured the right emotion. And, um, you know, my producer, Don was just like, I don't think we need to change anything. It sounds really I love when that happens. Yeah. Like, it seems to happen to me a lot. It's kind of like my thing these days. So, which is sometimes great. The first take is like, all right, that's it. We can't yeah. do it better. Like leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, leave well enough alone. Right. And, and also yeah. like, I, there was a few things that we went in and fixed and um, some places that I didn't like, but also I, I do love keeping a few imperfections in, in some spots because I, it's a reminder that I'm, I'm not perfect. Neither, neither it's is anything real. else out there. And it's, yeah, it's like the, yeah, I don't know, some of the most imperfect things in some music out there, especially stuff from the seventies. That's my favorite parts of the song. So oh, yes, yes, you know, yes. Like yes. every picture tells a story by Rod Stewart. He's like, the guitar is out of tune and he's a, he's like a hair too late coming in at the beginning of the song. And it's my favorite part. It's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, that song was written um, from a place of, uh, I mean, COVID happened to everybody. We kind of all went through our own trials and tribulations with that. Um, I was, uh, I had to move back to Canada. Um, I was living and working in Nashville and, uh, the music shut down. And because I'm a Canadian citizen, I had to head back because I had no way of, uh, taking care of myself financially. I moved in with my parents. I was living in their basement. Um, and that was for almost a year. And I was just in a really weird mental health space. I, I kind of spiraled downward. I wasn't in a good spot. And, um, I kind of re met somebody that I knew from, my younger days, uh, high school. And uh, we kind of started seeing each other. It went really quick. It, um, it basically, it ended as fast as it began. began and uh, I fell really hard. And um, kind of ref reflecting on that, realizing that I put a lot of pressure on somebody else to be my own happiness, which mm -hmm. um, I was lo really looking for an escape because I wasn't in a good spot and I just, I couldn't rescue myself. So I was looking for somebody else to, to be that rescue for me. Um, and then it was also just about like understanding the, uh, the fact that I had put that pressure on it kind of was the, the moment that it made the, the relationship implode, if that makes any sense. Like yes. the line in the course that says, um, how could you love me when I didn't love me? And I mean, I think that we can, we can kind of only expect relationships to be as good as we're 
our relationships with ourselves. And I think that that's another thing that we don't look at um, as far as, you know, the, the 2.5 kids and the white picket fence and the, the job and we'll be successful and that will be our happiness. But the, at the end of the day, we should be our happiness first. Right. And that should be, that should come secondary because it's not a partner's responsibility to be that for you or to help create you that way. Um, you know, there's a partnership where you create side by side and you, you help each other become the best versions of yourself. But in order to do that, you have to be working on yourself first, as far as I'm concerned. And, um, I agree. Know, and so it was kind of a just realization that like I was responsible for my heartbreak there. And as much as I wanted to play the victim, it wasn't going to get me anywhere as far as healing goes. And it wasn't his fault. So it was my fault. You know, I should have, knowing what I know now, I would have never gotten into a relationship at that point when I was in that mental state. Um, but to give myself some grace, I was just looking for any kind of distraction, any way to feel a little bit more normal, any way to feel a little bit safer. I mean, being a full grown adult and having lived on my own for majority of my life and then having to go live with my parents, God bless them. I'm so thankful that they opened their home to me. But, you know, that's not an easy thing to do when all of a sudden you're used to all this freedom and you, you make your own grown up decisions and you do whatever you want. And then all of a sudden you're asking permission for this again, and you're asking permission for that again. And, you know, having to tell people and where you're going and who you're with and when you're going to be home. And, you know, it was obviously not my parents trying to pry, but more just wanting them, them wanting to know that I was safe and I'm under the roof again. I'm their kid again. Right. Parents never right. have parents. Right. And I think it's easier to be out of sight, out of mind with, let them letting me be an adult when I'm on my own. But when I'm back in their basement being their kid, they're concerned for me again. So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then as a mom, I totally get that. Yeah. But then as being a child, I totally get the opposite side of that. Like I can, I can relate to both sides of that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and then the really cool thing is, uh, I got into the studio with, um, John Miggs and John Leslie. Those are the guys that I wrote the song with. And, um, I, they, I've been in the music industry for a really long time and it's really important for me personally as a female in the industry to be able to feel like I can, um, be in a very safe space and, uh, work with men that make me feel comfortable and safe to talk about things like my emotions, um, and share some of my personal experiences. And these guys are just like, they instantly kind of became like big brothers. And there was, they just created such a really cool environment for me to be able to just bear all of this, like very personal, very vulnerable information about the things that had gone sideways in that relationship and with me personally, and um, we were able to just kind of create, I basically just chatted and told them my story and they sat on their computers and typed out what I was saying. And we ended up creating it, um, like turning it into a song and using kind of some of that stuff. And I wanted to send, uh, or I wanted to use a little bit of my poetry in, in it as well. So that's where the first verse comes from. Um, the, the watching the moon move into the sea. We wanted to, I wanted to create a visual and, and uh, that was actually part of a poem that I had written. So we kind of, used a little bit of that as well. So it was fun. It was a really fun experience with them. I absolutely, I'm writing as, as we're talking, sorry. No, I not do that, but I, my memory is not what it used to be. Um, I, I absolutely love that. And I love that, um, these two guys, your co-writers made you feel safe. Yeah. 
and and that was a safe space for you that you could share this and yeah. um i mean that's what it should be yeah all the way around yeah um, but if we've learned nothing in this social media age in the last couple of years that's not always the case yeah uh, so i i love that one they made you feel comfortable yeah um, like that and then this magic was created yeah um, and I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a gazillion times. Music is healing. Yep. And this song is just example of that. And how healing this was for you. Yeah. And how therapeutic this whole journey of this song was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's it's, again, really important to be able to, I think, at the end of the day, are like we're all just little inner kids and we all just want to feel safe and we all want to feel loved. And I think that's literally what everything boils down to. And um, these guys, they just, they let me come that way and they let me talk about my brokenness and my, my hurt and um, kind of helped give me an avenue. Not once did I feel like I wasn't good enough to be there or that I wasn't a good enough songwriter. Um, I've been involved in experiences where I've been made to feel that way, um, or I have felt that way, not made to feel that way. I have felt that way, but, um, these guys just really, it was just a really wonderful, magical experience. What, again, that safety that they created for me allowed me to open up and, and let my magic out because we all do have magic within us, especially when it comes to creating, everybody's a creator. I mean, we're all little kids drawing and coloring books and making macaroni necklaces. And, you know, that's just part of us innately. And we, and we tend to lose that. And, and lucky for me being in the music industry, I get to create still and kind of connect and keep that little inner child alive that wants to just doodle and draw and make things. And um, they kind of just gave me that little environment. And I'm really, really fortunate that I was able to work with them. We're going to be working together again in the future uh, here, making some more magic and, and in, a, in the musical form. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, it was really, really healing to just be able to be in an environment in a safe spot with them and just kind of let it all out. I love it. Yeah. Now let's transition to the video for this song. Yeah. Um, sorry, throwing things here. Uh, <laughs> Now, are you the type of creator when you are writing a song or in the, what, in what portion of the song do you start creating the video? Do you do that immediately when you're writing the song? I kind of had an idea for the video, but the greatest thing is, is that the, the woman that actually did the video with me, her name is Crystal. She is a friend of mine. Um, I've known her for a really long time and she used to be in the music industry. She still is, um, but she's kind of also expanded her um, art making and creation to film. And I called her up and I said, Hey, I have this song and I want to do a video for it. And here's the song. Have a listen, see what you think. And she came back with, uh, with what's called a treatment. Um, and it was be, I think because she knows me so well as well, she knew, kind of where she could see where I may want to go with it. And we're very similar in like the sense that we're both into like, you know, stones and um, crystals. I mean, her name is Crystal, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, sage burning and um, spirituality and all things healthy and that sort of thing. So she kind of 
she kind of took the ball and ran with it. And I just absolutely loved it. I let her, she had creative control. I absolutely wanted her to just go nuts. And um, the way she created the visuals for the video were just perfect. And she kind of gave me some guidelines around um, wardrobe. And uh, I did my own hair and makeup. I'm a cosmetologist by trade. So I was able to do all of that for myself, which was really cool. And, um, you know, I mean, nobody knows your own face better than you do. And you know how to apply what you want and what you want to see. And so not always, no, <laughs> I'm terrible when it comes to that. <laughs> I mean, listen, my day's off. I don't even bother. I've got nothing on my face right now. And that's kind of how I like it. But when I need to get glam, I can get glam. And it's a whole lot of fun to spend the time doing that. And so I was able to do that for this video. And I'm really, really excited with the way that it turned out and really happy with the way that she was able to capture me. And yeah, it just feels, it feels really spiritual and very reflective of the song and what I went through. I absolutely love it. I tell you, if y'all have not seen the video, you've got to go watch the video because it starts out one way. Yeah. And then it's like, what? I didn't expect that. Like, but I love it. Yeah. I didn't expect, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to give anything away. I'll give it away. I haven't watched it. So like, but I mean, it starts off, you're just like driving down this country road in a truck and it's like, okay, your typical country music video. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything else because if y'all hadn't watched it, you gotta go watch it. Because the way it ends up, you're like, what? Ooh, yeah. I mean, I love it. I really yeah. love it. Like, I mean, for the song, it's like what I was saying earlier, like I just get lost in the song it's the same way you like get lost in the video. Yeah, I love and you that. you can't help but like be watching the screen like, <laughs> like it could be a movie. I like love it. it could literally be a movie. I, I love, love it. it. I think yeah. that's why I, I love that Crystal gave me like guidelines with wardrobe, but also told me like just to kind of do what I wanted to do as far as like my own style and stuff goes. Um, the, the colors that she chose reflect um, and are supposed to be kind of like metaphors of like what I was going through at the beginning of the song as opposed to in the middle and the end or end or like end ish parts of the song. Um, the wardrobe changes kind of reflect the the um, phases of healing and the and the changes that I personally go through. So we were able to do a lot of that very like metaphorical and yeah, um, which I absolutely love because if you if you listen to any of my lyrics or listen to the lyrics of this song, there's a lot of metaphor in there. Like yeah. the way that the moon moves into the sea is, is talking about like, you know, that the changes and the shift of the night. And like, um, the, basically I was staying up all night while he was running in his sleep. And that was kind of more of like knowing that he wasn't at peace in his, in his decision to, to end things. And, um, how difficult that must've been for him. Like, and you, we play the victim, but like, we, we always constantly are like, he did this to me and he did that to me. But at the same time, like, I mean, it probably wasn't easy for him to go through the stuff that he was going through when I was putting all of that stress and stress and pressure on stuff and him knowing that it wasn't fitting well for him or sitting well and him having to like yeah. try and sleep through that at night, knowing that he was going to have to hurt someone. That's not yeah. easy either, you know? So, yeah. So, I mean, and kudos to you for being strong enough um, to say all that and admit that because yeah. sometimes it is the other person's fault, but sometimes yep. it's not. Yep. And when it's not, and you're strong enough to say, 
I put this person through that. Yeah. And it's kind of not my fault. It, it takes a lot to be able to say that. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, relationships, it's like, it takes two to tango, you know, like we, I mean, definitely I was hurt and definitely I didn't want it to end, but you know what? Hindsight's always 2020. I've been back in Nashville for a year since more than a year now, year and a half almost since that ended. And I mean, I have not put more work into my career than I ever have. So that was kind of like a good reset button. It made me really realize that like, I really want some things for myself and I was willing to give some of those things up to, to stay where I was. And I'm really glad that it, I didn't because yeah. I may not have had the strength to leave had, yeah. had that not have ended. So, and you know, it's I, always a learning lesson. Yeah. Everything, every, every little thing, whether it's little or it's something huge is always a learning step in life. Yeah. Or something bigger whether it's going to be better or not. Yeah. But it's a learning lesson forward. Yeah. And it's what people choose, choose what people choose to take from that lesson. Yeah. Right. There's a silver lining in everything, but you have to look for it. You have to choose to see it and you can, I mean, there are definite victims out there and and I'm certainly not downplaying any of that kind of stuff. But in this case, I was not. Um, And so that's what we're talking about. We're not, we're not, talking about the true victims. Yeah. 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 In this case, I was not, and I wasn't, um, it wasn't fair for me to claim victimhood when I was very much at fault for the way that it ended as well, even though I was not the one to end it and my heart was broken. um, I definitely was not um, a victim. I was not innocent in that, you know, like I placed, like I said, I placed a lot of pressure on somebody else to create my happiness for me. And I've realized now that that's, never going to get me what I want out of life, which is to, to have my inner child feel safe and loved. I have to provide myself and then have a partner that's also doing that same thing for his self and then come together and build a partnership around those, those things where we have done our work to keep ourselves safe and loved and also do the same thing for each other. Um, and then build our empire together. You know, that's exactly. I'm so glad that you said that because I think that is such an important lesson for everyone to know, um, for teenagers to know coming up and even adults, because I mean, let's be honest, I didn't realize it until I was 30 something. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, I'm not going to say everybody, but I think a lot of people don't realize it until 30 something. Yeah. Because let's face it, in our 20s, we're worried about partying and, and whatnot. A lot of people don't realize it until 30-something that you have you can't rely on someone else to make you happy. Yeah. You don't find that happiness within yourself. Yeah. If you can't be happy totally 100% alone yeah. by yourself, there's no way that you can make someone else happy. Or be happy as a couple. Yeah. And that goes for materialistic things too. Like um, you can buy mm-hmm. all the world, but yeah, if you, if you are not happy in here and you are not doing your work in here, and that's why I think like the spiritual work and the work within and the mental health work is so much more important, even, even more so than 
um, you know, making sure that you're physically fit. I think that that is important as well. And I think that if that helps your mental health and helps you be in a safe space mentally, then you should absolutely do it. But at the end of the day, a body is just a body. And if you're not happy within um, and, and, and focusing on the, the things that matter that like that, that have longevity as you're, I mean, no matter how many pounds you, sh you lose or gain, um, that's not going to create happiness for you either. You know, like if you're expecting your physical body to, to be the creation of your happiness, happiness is within and it's not outside. It's not on the outside of our body. It's not involved in another person and it's not within the things that we can buy. It is within the spirit and it's within, um, learning to love your little inner child and who you are as a person. And if you're very right, if you can't sit by yourself and be alone and be happy, you're never going to find it outside of you, outside of that. Right. And it's hard in a, in a, a society that we're in now because everything's so overstimulating. We're taught not to be by ourselves. I can be on social media 24 seven if I want to, and be looking at other people's lives and talking and communicating with other people. Yeah. But it's important to put that down and it's important to like go be alone and be with your thoughts. What are you thinking about? What are your thoughts telling you about what you feel about yourself? Are you, yeah. are you sitting there? What about when you look in the mirror? Are you sitting there telling your body how shameful and ugly it is? Mm -hmm. Is that helping you become happy? Yeah. You no, know, like dealing and, and you know, like then if you're not liking those things and you're not liking those thoughts, what, how are you growing? Are you numbing? Are you abusing substances or are you going to therapy or are you talking to yourself, learning to talk to yourself positively, um, give yourself healthy, um, you know, and healthy environment to grow in. It's, it's a whole process. And I think that yes. that's, this is, this song is literally the tip of the iceberg of all of the things that I want to rip apart and, and um, change the narratives on and just like start giving, if I can be one of a healthy voice to one person, then I've made a difference, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, internal happiness creates happiness everywhere and everything around you. Yeah. Joy with it creates joy without. And I don't mean without as in not going, not having things, but like yeah. inside of you, you know, like yeah. if, you joy, if you start with joy on the inside, then joy, it can't help but show up on the outside. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. I cannot wait to see what you do, what you come up with, what is next. And speaking of next, all right, I am going to, let me. I heard you right. go next one. Yeah. The next yeah. One. This the next one. Oh, this is not even oh. going to be released until October. Oh, like right. exclusive. Yes. An exclusive. I'm going to play a little bit of it and then I'm going to let you tell us all about it. Yeah. Right. So Danielle gave me permission to share this a little bit. So yep. as y'all are hearing it here first, um, this is a little clip of Cash's. Is this going to be your next release? Yeah, this is going to be. The okay. So Cash's next release, it's called Mindless. No, it's called Mistakes. Oh, mistakes. I'm yeah. sorry. This is what I get for not having my glasses on. Okay. Sorry. It's all good. Mistakes. Yeah. Um, we're talking about mind things. My yeah. mind went there. All right. Mistakes. Thank you for correcting me. I'm so sorry. All good. That's okay. Mistakes. Um, I'm going to play a little clip of it. Um, and then Cash is going to tell us all about it. Um, is there any particular part of it you prefer to me to play? Mm, no. Play the part that 
um, that caught your attention the most? Okay, I just had it started at the beginning. I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna play at the beginning of it. Yeah, that's what that works. Um, because actually, I mean, I love it all, so I'm just gonna play the beginning of it and then we're gonna let Cash tell us about it. Okay, and while I'm doing that, I gotta turn my fan on because I'm about to burn up. I know it's a little hot in mine sitting in my car, and it's a little hot in here, too. All right, let me get this back going. All right, tell me if the volume is off at all. I could run away, but where would I go? And what would it change? Some things you can't erase, but try to explain. Because people are strange. And I've been wondering why. That's enough. Just tease y'all. The first verse. Oh, that one gets that one gets real Kelly Clarkson big. It's so much fun. Uh, oh my god, I freaking love it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited uh, about that one. I'm really excited to release that one. I think that that one's gonna do some great things. And um, well, I might as well just tell you what it's about then. Um, so this one, I mean, you share what you want to share, what you can share. Yeah. I guess I'm, I technically am allowed to talk about what I, what I want to say. Cause you know, it's, I'm the, I'm the guy that's putting it out, <laughs> but basically this one is about, it's called mistakes and it's about cancel culture. And it's about how, how quickly we are to point the finger and, um, you know, demand that people change and, or delete themselves or, you know, um, should get off social media or, um, you know, whatever the case may be, but I challenge people with this. When did we have to, when, when did we decide that we have to be perfect? When did we decide that making mistakes was a bad thing? Every mistake that I have made, if I turn around and choose to see the silver lining is a wonderful way for me to grow. And in no way, shape or form, am I ever going to be perfect? Could you imagine the burden of having to be perfect all the time? Like, no, thanks. Yeah. I so this is about like, just going back to, again, the, the whole inner child thing and, and, and talking about like when we were kids, when we're babies and we're learning to walk, if we don't get it on the first try, there's no mama and daddy going like, okay, you didn't do it the first time, right? Mm, canceled. Yeah. How asinine would that be if we expected a child to walk perfectly the first time? Yeah. Okay. And so if this life is a journey and we're constantly walking on roads that are even, uneven, paved, unpaved, some are muddy, some are rainy, some are sunshiny, some are in the mountains, some are by the ocean. I'm talking metaphorically. How on earth are we not going to fall down sometimes, you know? And the thing is, is that do we, do we sit there in the, in the dirt or the mud or, or wherever it is that we fell and and just give up and quit? Or do we get up and do we dust ourselves off? Do we say, okay, I'm not going to trip on this again. I know better now and I can do better and I can be smarter and I'm not going to, now I know to watch out for those things. Now I know that I change that behavior. Now I know that that word is not okay to say. Now I know that I 
can be more responsible with my finances. Now I know that a car is not going to make me happy, nor is a relationship. You know, like if we don't take those chances and those moments and make those mistakes, how are we supposed to learn and grow? So the whole point of that song, Mistakes, is to take the negative connotation away from the word and to challenge people to go out and make some mistakes. I'm not talking about bad mistakes or becoming bad people or, you know, running rampant. But what I am doing is wanting to challenge people to um, live their lives and understand that they're not going to be perfect, nor do they have to be. And right. that there is silver lining in the mistakes they make. And how can you grow from the mistakes that you make? You know, like you're going to make them. So allow yourself to make them and then allow yourself to grow. Apologize where you need to. And I feel like we just expect people to be perfect. And that's where culture crap has come from. And I just think that it's garbage. Like, I'm not perfect. I haven't been perfect. And I never will be perfect. And I'm going to screw things up sometimes. And I expect the people that love me, that want to see me do better, to help me along that journey instead of cutting me off and cutting me out of their lives. You know? I think that, that we're just too quick to do that. So I think if, if it's a boundary that you need to make, then fine. But if it's not and you're just canceling somebody because they said something you don't like, talk to them. Have a hard conversation. Say, hey, that offended me. Or, hey, that hurt my feelings. And if it did, also try and figure out why it hurt your feelings because you're responsible for your own triggers. So that's kind of what it's about. I'm sorry. I could not have said that any better. That was perfect. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, I think that that is everything that you just said. I have probably, if I haven't said it to my husband, I've thought it. I've wanted to say it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, of course. And it, that your song because I've heard it I've heard the whole thing um oh my god I cannot believe I have to wait till October for this to be out <laughs> it's okay we just uh, do this all over again yes we're gonna do this in October we need I, I gotta talk to Danielle about this. yeah of course, of course. um this because I, I need to cover this song when it comes out because this is amazing I love that you wanted to write this song to cover this topic. It needed to be done. Yeah. And you did it brilliantly. Thank you. Thank you. I have Don Miggs to thank largely for that too. He had this song kind of already. He is a genius. I know. I know. He's just so wonderful to work with. I'm so lucky that I was able to yeah. connect with him. Um, Don Miggs. I know. I <laughs> But he, he gave me, again, he, he's one of the one that's, one's the one, one of the ones, wow, that was hard, um, <laughs> that gave me that safe space, right? And we talked about it yeah. and I learned about mistakes and he was actually the one that was like, why don't we flip it and make mistakes a good thing? And so we just kind of ran with it. He had this song already in the can. I loved the song, but I, it was, um, I, we didn't love the lyrics for me personally. He had it, had a, a similar song written for another artist and, um, I just said, hey, like, why don't we dissect this and kind of come back to uh, bring it back to kind of like what I want to talk about and what's a little bit more fitting for the things that I'm going through. Because I always try to write about the stuff that I'm going through personally. Yeah. The song after that, that we haven't even started yet, I'm learning things about timing and, and learning to trust the timing, trust the process of things and trust the journey. Um, because I'm very impatient 
next song that we write about is most likely going to be about something involving that. Um, and me learning to just like pump the brakes and wait for things to just kind of catch up or um, stop forcing things to happen when they're not supposed to. So, okay. We need a cash Crawford part two. I mean, <laughs> um, because we are at an hour already and like, we have so much more to talk about. <laughs> we can do it anytime you want. I just trying to bring awareness things that I have been um, had the opportunity to grow around and and my awareness has been raised so that because I feel like I'm going through this really cool journey where I'm learning to become the best version of myself and I want that for yeah. you you know because they, everything will get better our, our economy people's lives people's happiness our planet everything the way that we treat people it's just gonna change. yes start here first and if I can encourage some sort of growth in that way, then, you know, I think that, that I get to do it through music, which is really cool. And if, and yeah. if people to become better versions of them, awesome. It's all I'm here to do. Oh my God. I love it so much. Well, I don't want Instagram to cut us off without me thanking you. Thanking Danielle. Um, Danielle at dead horse. Oh my gosh. She is amazing. Love um, much. So much cash. Um, I cannot wait to see what all you have coming up. Um, let me say some thank yous really quick in yeah. case Instagram cuts us off. And then I'm going to let you um, say some things. Um, let us know what you've got coming up. But I just want to thank you. I want to thank Danielle at Dead Horse. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It has been a blast. Um, love getting to know you and your music better. Thank you so much to everyone that has joined us live. If you are not already following um, Cash Crawford, make sure you go check her out on all of her socials. Make sure you go to Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to music. Save Myself, which we talked about at the beginning, is already out. Make sure you go check out the video yes. on CMT. It is out. It's on her YouTube. Make sure you go check that out mistakes that we talked about here at the end it's not out yet sorry but we will keep you up to date on all of that make sure you're following cash on her socials she'll keep you up to date on when it is releasing when the pre-save will be available and all of good, that good stuff um huh, that was a mouthful but <laughs> in short make sure you're following cash um and i'll keep you up to date here on route 66 of all the happenings with that as well um thank you all um, Cash, what do you have coming up as far as tours, um, shows anywhere? I know you play in Nashville locally, so what can the people expect from you? Where can they go see you play if they want to, if they're local? Yeah, so I play, um, generally I'm at uh, Luke's um, Tequila Cowboy or Casa Rosa, which is Miranda's new place, uh, right down on Broadway uh, in Nashville. And I'm there from Thursday to Monday, again, if you follow my socials, that's where I always post where I'm going to be. Easiest place. And sometimes it shifts and changes. So the easiest place is to just follow me on Instagram. Honestly, that's always where I post is on my Instagram story. Um, so that's the best place to keep up with what I'm doing. I've got a couple shows out in Vegas. I've got a couple shows, hopefully one potentially in Texas, which I've never been to Texas. So I'm hoping that that happens. And then hopefully next year, um, we're looking at festival stuff and I'm hoping to be on some festival stages. So again, I'll keep you posted on all of that too, so that you can share and I can share and all the good things are happening hopefully. So that's all right now. Well, let me know if you come to North Carolina for sure. Um, and if I come to Nashville, I am going to look you up to see where you're playing so I can come see you live for sure. 
Um, but again, thank you so much. It has been a blast. Um, if y'all have not already checked out the stories that Cash has done today, make sure you go to Route 66 Stories, check out what she's posted. I think she's going to hang out there for a little bit longer today. So y'all make sure that you check that out. But um, I just want to thank anybody, not anybody, anybody and everybody. <laughs> Y'all that have checked out the stories, that have joined and watched the show with us live, thank you so much. Those that will watch the replay, thank y'all as well. Cash, thank you again. It's been a blast. Thanks so much for having me. We'll do this again soon for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great Tuesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, y'all be kind to each other. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.